0: Continuing with our Mountain Memories series here on Manx Radio, and how are you Matthew Rees in Abu Dhabidu or whatever it is, Abadair Park. Good good evening to you.
1: Good evening to you too, thank you Chris. Yeah, Abadair, Abadair Park, yes yeah, it's, it's been a good race, um, probably the first road race i ever done to be honest which gave me the bug for, for getting onto the roads. Um, we've actually had some good results here as well over the years uh, and it just keeps getting better and better there. Absolutely love it, the didn't get a chance to race there last year. I was injured, so we missed it last year. Um, but they actually resurfaced it all as well. So I'm quite looking forward to going back there this year. And unfortunately, everything's been cancelled.
0: It's quite a friendly so. little club, I'm led to believe. Sorry? It's quite a friendly little club down there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's very friendly. It's very, yeah, it's good. It's very friendly. We get a lot of writers coming from all over the place. I think they've had some top names there. Carl Fogarty, Neil Taxworth. I think Neil Tuxwood actually ended his career there in Navaday
0: Park. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're moving from one of the smallest tracks on the UK road race circuit, because that's what it is, to the big track. Yeah. The mountain course. Tell us about this- your mountain course debut in 2014. What do you remember about that? It was the Manx Grand Prix, obviously, first off.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a very exciting year, and uh, it was a very challenging year that year. We had a big lineup. Um we had like Billy there, Malachi, Mitchell Thomas, uh, Craig Neve. There's a lot of good boys there. Dave Sellers. It was quite a lot. It was a tough year to be coming a newcomer. Probably the toughest year to be honest. And uh, yeah, it was a good year. I was actually leading the newcomers race for the first lap. And I think I got a little bit too excited and got a bit of arm pump, and sort of sort of backpedalled a little bit and finished fifth. But it was still a good result for the competitors It was lined up for that year. It was a really good year, actually.
0: And then the Junior Max Grand Prix the same year, finishing 17th. And again, both on Kawasaki's, both on the same bike.
1: Yes, Kawasaki. Well, if I'm honest, I've been on Kawasaki since I started. I've tried other bikes, but I got, I've always gone back to a Kawasaki. I, I feel comfortable. It's always gelled with a Kawasaki, and that's where, that's where I think I'll always stay, to be honest.
0: Your first TT was uh, 2015. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that. It's a different ball game altogether, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think I, may, I should have stayed in the Manx for another year, but you know, I had a good result, good lap times first year, and, and TT is where everybody wants to go. So why not? I went for the went for the big bite, and we went over. It was I think we had quite a good year, I think, um 2015 now That was a few years
0: ago. 48th in the senior. Yeah. What else do we have here? Uh, 42nd in Supersport 2 and yep. Superstock TT 44th. And that's all right yeah. then.
1: Yeah, not bad. Yeah, I think my best result there, yeah, I think it's about 30th.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was a couple not of years right. on. and uh, Yeah, no, it was good. It was a good year that was. I, was. I was actually running the 2015 ZX10 as well. Absolutely loved that bike. And then uh, we moved on to the following year and we changed the bike into 2016.
0: I've got to, to ask you about, you know, the Isle of Man and, and the memories. Or what did you know about the place before you decided to come here and do this race?
1: Well, before I decided to come to do it, I always used to watch the Isle of Man on TV. and never actually got over there to watch it. And then, because I was always big into my off-roading and supermoto and things mm-hmm. like that. But I kind of like raced Abbey Park on a supermoto and decided then to jump on the road bikes. And then, obviously after watching the Isle of Man for so many years, that is where I wanted to be. Mm. So I sort of just raced wherever I could. I traveled all over the country one weekend. I think I'd done three races in one weekend just to get my signatures rushed through to get my national license to get out to the Manx. It was probably one of the quickest to get my national licenses, to be honest. But I just about got it in time. And then uh, managed to get out to the Isle of Man for the first time. I think it was two. It would have been the end of 2013 i started learning i was coming over for weekends and i just kept coming over probably once a month at least probably doing 15 laps in a car on a weekend who did you do them who
0: did you do the laps with who was showing you the way around
1: oh i was honored i had so so much help right and i apologies if i can't remember anybody but uh, i started off obviously with the the legend himself milky grail i think he met me on um on the start line for my first ever lap, but I think it was a bit too much for me to be honest for the first lap because it was a bit too much information for the first time mm. round because he knows it too well. Mm. But I was glad enough to get around that weekend and get and then I did get back out with Milky again. But I think i had done laps with I've been out with Paul Owen quite a lot, Derek McGee, Ian Lacher, um, God, there's been quite a few I've gone out with, yeah.
0: And what did you think the first time you got, you know, looking down Glen Crutchie Road? And it's a question I ask a a lot of guys and a lot of people say they can't really remember or it's just a blur. Can can you remember that putting your orange bib on and in the holding area and getting up that little ramp? And hopefully with me saying this to you, you've now got it in your mind's eye and you're on Glen Crutchie Road and your mates are giving you a little bit of information. Milky's maybe coming to speak to you. Tell us a bit about that experience. It was
1: just, it was like, to be honest with you, I fell on it the first time because uh, I had Bruce Anstey putting my tyre warmers on for me in the first race. So <laughs> there's, not, there's not many people get that today. Uh, I, I, so, um, yeah, it was, I, I'd be honest with you, I can remember I was quite excited for it. I don't think I ever really suffered with nerves then thinking about things. I never really overthought things. I just got on with it. And going down Braille for the first time, just magic. It's the best thing we can ever do. I think I they say it's worse than the Dragon it actually is. It's very addictive.
0: Mm, I think you're, you're not the first and definitely won't be the last rider to yeah. say that. Obviously, the bike's in the background, all the gear's ready. And like yeah. you, were like so many hundreds of other bike racers around the UK and around the world. just want to go and race, don't you?
1: Oh, but I yeah, absolutely get it this year. We were so ready for it. Um, we've done so much, so much preparation. I had a new team lined up. We was uh, I had a team lined up from Ireland, so we was going to do all the Irish roads, and obviously they were going to come over to the TT and do the uh, man with me as well. We'd been out testing twice out to Spain. We was lined up for a third test in Spain, and I got home just in time, as it just as the uh, as it all kicked off. So Derek's bikes are still in the workshop. They're stuck in wheels now.
0: Oh dear. Well, i have got to ask you about your Kawasaki involvement. You've obviously been there with Kawasaki yeah. from the start. What sort of help do you get from Kawasaki? Is it UK, is it?
1: Yeah, Kawasaki UK, but it all started from, it all stemmed from my local dealer called GP Superbikes, uh, who's a main Kawasaki, one of the main Kawasaki dealers in South Wales. And they've been very loyal ever since 2012, same year vice versa. And the loyalty sort of moved up a level. Sort of got to know the main guys, the main guys in Kawasaki, and then we managed to get Kawasaki UK direct sponsoring a central GP superbikes. And I'd be honestly with without their help, I wouldn't be racing. So please keep it up.
0: <laughs> At the injury level because you've had a few over the past couple of years. How's yeah. that going?
1: Um, well, it's I'm actually <laughs> suffering with a few injuries now. Uh, I've actually purchased a jacuzzi now to keep to keep the, for the hydrotherapy. I'm 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 undergoing at the moment. I'm, I'm in a motor fit program. It's uh, dedicated for motorbike races. Oh, okay. It's, uh, yeah, it's an online program, uh, and they base an with, and they they, they basically they, 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 they do you do a pre-test program. They see where you're weak and where you're strong, and they, they design programs for you once a month. Uh, and then every uh, on the month then you go up to the up to the gym, you have a group session you get in the ice bath, you have a bit of recovery you do gym session on a Saturday, bikes on a sunday, but it 's all purely dedicated to motorbike racing and it 's absolutely brilliant. I was feeling so good for this year, going on the training that i 've done and, and all the riding I was doing it was it was just I was really excited for it, yeah.
0: I think, again, you're not alone in that. A lot of guys no. suffering from injury at the end of last year, get themselves yes. fit over the winter months, work so hard, enduro bikes. I think you've just been out on your trials bike or something. You sent me a picture. I, that, well, I've been
1: lucky enough. Uh, Steve playing motorcycles helped me out with uh, Peter 300. So we've been through I'm uh, where I'm living in the back garden. We've got a good trial section. So I, I do get out pretty much every day.
0: In your back garden, you've got a trial section. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah it's been a bit five down in wheels we got we, we got
0: let's go back to the mountain circuit and have a little bit of a more yeah. chat about that when you move to the TT and you're out on track and you've got all the top boys I mean have you ever followed somebody around and had to like kind of think to yourself that's John McGuinness that's Ian Locker yeah. that's you know yeah. that's Guy Martin that's you know that's Paul Owen yeah, just for yeah, a joke yeah. but you know that you know the, these guys you follow have you ever thought that sort of thing in your head
1: yeah, definitely. I'd be honest with you, i tell you who I really took a shine to once, was Bruce, Bruce Anstey coming through the 13th mile, and it's so technical coming down through that section, and I watched, he come past me, and he, and he was so smooth, and the speed he carried through there, it was just phenomenal, and he did, really did impress
0: me. It was and you because it's your only, you are know, you only been in the TT, but well, well, this would have been your fifth year, wouldn't it, at the TT? Yeah, yeah. So. Still yeah, working? no,
1: we, we, we have been getting better. We was on for our best result last year. We had a couple of years off the big bike because um, funds were a little bit tight. So we, we was only really running the 600 and obviously I've been involved with um, Univers- University of Bath with the mm. zero project, which has been great. Um, and last year, yeah, on the 600, we was actually on for our best result. We was running top 20 and, and we, uh, coming over the bungalow we on the last lap. I had a fuel issue with a fuel pipe. But it does happen. The the Isle of Man is a challenge and it's very hard on the bikes and yourself. When things do go wrong, it can't be out, unfortunately.
0: It it is one of those things. I mean, a little wire breaking can can wreck an Isle of Man race, as we we all know.
1: So easy.
0: So easy. Look into the future when this uh, coronavirus pandemic has uh, Gone, and we can get racing again. Hopefully, the team that you were—they're going to keep you on for next year. Because oh, yeah. fingers crossed, we can get going this year. But if we don't, you'll be all right for next year, will you?
1: Well, definitely. I'm hoping. I can't. I can't see any races going on this year. But if mm. we can get out practicing out towards the end of the year, or at least get out the Spain over the winter and get some time on the bikes ready for next year. Because being you know, off the bike too long is not good really we need to be riding on as much as we can which is which I'm happy to be riding a trials bike a lot at the moment i'm doing a lot of mountain biking as well so
0: that's dangerous that is you need to be careful
1: well yeah but i do a bit across country safe
0: keep the legs keep the legs turning up up the exactly. hills down the hills or just flat yeah do you go well, to the Sorry, do you go uphills and downhills or just stay on the
1: flat? Up hills, up, up I, I don't yeah. like the up Bills, I love the downhills. Yeah, it's, it's going downhill, it gives you the full workout. It's exactly why you need to ride a bike, you know. You <laughs> get an arm pump by the time you get to the bottom, so it's good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just going to go back to TT last year, it was, as, as we all know, it was a bit of a disaster weather wise, wasn't yeah. it? And as a yeah. rider, how do you cope with those sort of things? Because I don't think I've ever asked you this one. A lot of riders oh, deal with it yeah. differently.
1: It's, it's hard because you're on edge all the time, it's the only time. Uh, it's the only time I get on edge is when you're hanging about. Absolutely right. And it's great because you haven't got time to think. But when you're sat in the paddock and you're twiddling your thumbs then your mind starts thinking, And are we going to get out? And then when, you're, when you are going out, you, I feel you get tired because you're just thinking all the time. Mentally you know tired. Mean? Mentally, mentally tired, yeah. yeah. Find it harder hanging about sometimes than just getting the laps in.
0: Any part of the course that you wish, oh, I could just do that a little bit better or I could just, any part you want to tell us about? Yeah, the thirteenth mile. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you have to speak to Bruce and
0: ask him about that one. But uh, he... I did
1: ask him, but he, he does—he—he he, he don't like to help, I don't think, because he would have uh, just
0: he gone here <laughs> and
1: he—he he gets friendly, and if you get hurt, he'll feel a bit guilty and it, I think.
0: Yeah, I suppose it That's
1: is. That's what is with Bruce. It's not that he doesn't want to help. It's—it's it's one of them. Yeah,
0: he's—he's he's a good chap, and are you oh, he, ju- he, about he to jump in to the jacuzzi I, again? Now. To be honest,
1: it's mainly through Paul Owen, like you know the link, because Paul has been such a big help over the years behind the scenes helping with laps and you know getting me involved with the likes of Bruce and other people as well anything to do with the Isle of Man I find all the riders we're all there to help each other to be honest so it's, it's a good paddock to be in definitely
0: has anybody ever given you a pointer at the Isle of Man at the mountain course and you've gone oh yeah a little pointer about a corner and you've just thought "Oh
1: yeah yeah there's so many way different I've had so many different pointers and you just you so there's so many different ways people tell you when you try you try them and you, you've just got to go for what works for you really you know what i mean mm-hmm. the more what once you're flowing you know the track inside out then it's every time we get quick guys that line is going to slightly change anyway does mm-hmm. that make sense
0: yeah yeah absolutely yeah And it's yeah Ian Lockers has already said to me you know that, 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 as I said on many occasions the course changes from year on year isn't yeah. it so that's the way it is of course it
1: does yeah the time changes you know it's, the camber is even changed you know it, all sorts of changes
0: Matthew, so. it's been a pleasure to speak to you tonight. Uh, the bike's yeah. looking fine in the background. It looks, there's no flies and dirt on it yet, but I'm, I'm sure there will be hopefully before the end of the year. But if not, it will be next year. You guys down there in Aberdeer, please stay safe. Yeah. You and your brother and all your family, etc., like that. And we'll hopefully see you uh, between the hedges very, very shortly. Matthew Rees, thanks for your time this evening.
1: Thank you very much, Chris. Cheers.